What's up, everybody? I'm Chris Barker, and this is the MassCom Troubleshooter, the podcast that seeks to aid those trying to get a nice footing in the industry as a whole and those going through school right now for a mass communications degree, just like I have and so many before me. We hope you enjoy our information granted to you each Saturday at 2 p.m. right here on this podcast. What's up, everybody? You're listening to the MassCom Troubleshooter. This show seeks to be an aid to those who are busy trying to get into the MassCom industry, however, can't really seem to break the mold. You know, it's a very hard industry to get into, really. You're trying your best to make sure you're able to keep up with all the emerging technologies while also making sure you're able to, so if you're going on air, project your voice properly, or you're trying to be able to make it sound like you're competent enough to really know what you're getting yourself into. It's a rough industry at the start, especially, but if you get yourself a aid or something like a nice podcast that someone's running for people, or maybe even a couple books on the subject, it becomes a much less daunting industry for a person to get into. It's a rough start, I'll tell you. I've been there. I've tried to do my best each semester while working on my degree at Piedmont College. It is a rough industry to say the least. Over here at Piedmont, we have a couple of different specialists who specialize in their fields. We have Jackson for video and we have Dr. Van Kampfert for audio and radio. They're both experts that I've been learning from and of course they've had their own shared experiences throughout the years. They've had so much experience that it's not even funny. They've been in the field for God knows how many years I used to remember. I can't right now. However, their experience is valuable, and it's been a pleasure to learn from them. I'm coming out on my senior, the beginning of my senior year this year, and next semester I'll be graduating with a mass communications degree, and I'm hoping to bring that out into the field and out into the world and be able to use it on a variety of different projects. My main goal is to sort of get good with like uh, audio editing and video editing so I'm trying to jump at every opportunity I can to edit audio and video and learn how to use the different devices and programs behind them and so with that being said let's jump kind of right into what this whole show is going to be about this seeks to be an aid for those who are just starting their mass communication degree or just starting out in the field without a degree in general because it's very possible you can get started out there. However, I assume it's a decently hard thing to do if you're trying to get started without a degree. So this is going to act as, uh, this episode is going to act like a primer into things. With the following episodes, we'll be discussing different various topics with, with individuals from the mass communications department over at Piedmont College. I plan to bring on Brett Loftus and Savannah Richards as long as as well as Cameron Verona, as long as they're willing and able. We want to make sure we get some of the best of the best people who have been through this department. Want to interview them, make sure we get you, the listener, the most amount of content and the most amount of information out of these 12 half-hour episodes through the year. Or I guess it's just through these, uh, what is it, four, three short months, actually? 12 episodes? There'll be some... There'll be some carryover with two episodes appearing 
on the same day. And the hope is for those two overlapping episodes, I'm going to try and make sure that those episodes are giving you similar topics or a continuation of the same topic from a perspective of a different individual in order to make sure that everything sounds and seems kind of connected and everything. So this first episode is the primer. If you're new to the field, you might be wondering what mass communications actually is. Well, mass communications is just what it sounds like. Communications between a large variety of different individuals across the nation and across worldwide, really. In this field, you'll learn about newscasting and news production, um, interviewing, and video and audio production and as well. It's a extremely large field and extremely varied as a whole, so it's kind of hard and daunting to get into it when you first start out. However, when all the pieces start falling into play, they all start to connect with each other. So say if you're looking to do journalism, you want to be able to know how to interview a person. You want to be able to know how to write a news story. You want to be able to know how to properly record that story and portray it, not portray it, and produce it into a audio track or a interview produced on live TV. You want to be able to learn how to use the various different parts, and they all end up falling together in general. It becomes a very varied field, and as a whole, you start to learn how to do all the different things that each individual show or each individual amount of content really needs. Learning how to do these podcasts was last semester in Audio 2, and what we learned was that you want to make sure you have an interesting topic, and you want to make sure that you have an interesting thing altogether. What you want to end up doing is making sure everything feels connected on the same system. So we at Piedmont College have the ROAR as our media content, I guess, overarching content content handle, with the radio station being Z98.7 FM and the newspaper being the ROAR. It's the, um, the ROAR is the overarching handle, as I recall, and it contains a bevy of, a large, yeah, bevy of information that is, available to all the viewers, listeners, and readers throughout the years. So it becomes a kind of challenge to make sure that everything connects in a sort of way. You want to make sure that you're able to take the newspaper and take and give it your own spin on, say, like a radio show or podcast. You don't want to say it word for word, but you want to use you want to use your own sources. You want to make sure you're able to get your own audio for everything, and you want to make sure everything goes well as a whole you want to make sure everything goes well and you want to make sure everything is able to connect together you might tell the same story across both platforms however what you want to do is give your own spin on each individual side you know your own information your own sources you want to make sure everything comes out as more of a connected piece of the same puzzle so if the newspaper does a spin on something that's more like a playful spin on a scenario that ends up being incredibly political you might want to if you're on the radio show taking the radio show you might want to end up going and doing a more serious take on it because politics to some is just a joke but to other people it's a serious thing so you want to make sure you get different spins on things however you also kind of want to make sure that the overarching message is still the same across both platforms. You want to make sure that both platforms are able to relay the same type of information while also relaying the same type of 
I guess you could say the same type of, like I said, message, actually. The same message across both platforms. This is an important thing to make sure you're able to manage. Because if you have the content handle the roar, right? And if one is saying one thing and the other is saying the other thing, then that's two differing opinions coming from the same source, which kind of seems like a problem from a journalistic standpoint and maybe even a political or ethical standpoint. It becomes a big issue because you're unable to make the dots connect like you're supposed to and make it sound like it's also the same content handle when it needs to be the same content handle. So mass communications, it's a broad field. Audio, audio is a huge part of the field because when you're broadcasting, you got to make sure everything sounds right. You can put in your own special effects and everything, and you can make sure everything is up to pitch or or normalize the audio down if, say, something is not coming out right, like something is too loud or something is too staticky. If something's too staticky, then that's just generally, from my personal experience, a whole re-record in its own right, unless it's an intentional effect. However, having that as an intentional effect, I don't think is something that should be done for the sole fact that it could cause people to think that your product is defunct or poorly created. You want to make sure everything sounds everything sounds well and good. You want to make sure everything is coming together as a cohesive piece and with a similar sounding sound level for everything. Like, say, if I were to start speaking lower like this, or to say I would start really raising my voice and making sure everything's all right. Not all right, making sure everything could be heard. You want to make sure that those levels are changed in order to reflect these things. If you're going for a low, down-to-earth, kind of slow-and-low show, then maybe you'll bring the audio down just a little bit to make it kind of sound like a whisper in your ear or something like that. However, if you're trying to make sure you're heard and your information is being properly conveyed, then the best choice of action is to make sure you're, lo- you're loud and you're pronouncing things and articulating properly. That's how you end up creating a podcast like this, actually. You make sure everything is presented in such a way that everyone can understand the information at hand. However, if you're doing something completely different, like, say, a talk show about baseball, then, you know, if a person who plays baseball, like, say, here at the Piedmont College team, is playing the sport and they have a certain talking style, then maybe you want to try and match their talking style and make sure that everything sounds kind of clear across the board. And even in behind the booth, on the scene, on the the switchboard here, you want to make sure that everything is audible. So if a person is speaking low and they have the low talking voice, then you need to bring up their levels on the switchboard or else they're not going to be heard across either the air or on your recording. You want to make sure everything comes out right. So we're going to break away from audio and video. Or we haven't touched video yet, but we'll break away from audio a little bit and move more into the side of things that is kind of technical, I want to say. Learning your program is a good So here at Piedmont College, we use SoundForge Pro. We've learned through the, I want to say, year or so of different audio level, audio classes. I believe I took audio production one and two, 
And this is an, uh, a radio practicum class that I'm doing a podcast over. During audio production one and two, we learned that anything that can go wrong really will go wrong. It's the ever-popular Murphy's Law, and that is preached around this place. I mean, if anything goes wrong, it will go wrong in the worst possible way. So having backups on the technical end is nice. I assume, currently I assume, that's why we have SoundForge Pro 10, and I think the newer version, version SoundForge Pro 11, installed on this computer that I'm in recording on currently. Now, um, currently I'm using SoundForge Pro 10. However, if it were broken, I'd switch over to 11 and record on that instead. So as a whole, technical issues will come up during your time in the field. So it needs to be said that you need to get proficient at checking and making sure that everything is coming out fine and everything is working fine. So whenever I come into the audio board, I check the mic a couple times. I check both mics, make sure they're working fine. I check the headphones, make sure they're playing sound at a proper volume. I make sure that I'm able to hear everything that I need to hear in order to produce content like this. This primer is about, you know, talking about the general gist of MassCom and not going into specific details. That's what we're going to go into on our next episode next Saturday, where hopefully I will have, it's not a hopeful, I, I've already scheduled the interview, but I will have Savannah Richards of Piedmont College come in and grace me with her time. She is one of the, one of the best radio I guess producers, not producers, that would be DVC. She was one of the best radio show runners that we have on campus currently, and she's about to graduate this semester, so I think getting her interview is going to be a valuable piece of information. This show is basically aimed at helping the new folk out at learning how to do this sort of thing, and it becomes a it becomes a problem if you don't know how to do these things. So, like I said, though, Savannah Richards coming in next week is as one of our best showrunners, one of our best announcers on air, and one of our best techs right here at Piedmont College. So that's next episode, but let's go ahead and get back to this this current episode. We have a good bit of information about the audio and tech side of things. Now, mass communications is more is more than just the audio and tech though. Without a script, without information to go off of, you can't have those things. You can't have any of those things work properly. So if you need a script or you need information, then odds are you're going to get that information from a reputable news source or a, or a source that is collecting information in a singular place, like the newspaper here, The Roar. The newspaper has students write pieces as well as... Um, editorials written by the staff as a whole where they collect information about events going on on campus as well as different various sporting events and political events and news events that are around the area as well. So you collect your information from those people, you get their sources and you go do your own digging or you can also you know look into their information and garner your own little bits of um, insight for when you make your own your own radio shows and your own podcasts for information in general. It's a careful balance between ensuring that you're able to know where to get the information from 
while also making sure you have enough time and ability to go in and record your podcast, record your radio show as a whole. So the journalism side of things, basically, is is basically the backbone of the entire industry. The mass communications industry is heavy set in journalism. It moved into tech with the advent of radio and different various newspapers and TV shows. However, the backbone of it has always been journalism as a whole. Journalism is important. It gets extremely political nowadays due to political figures owning different various news companies. However, originally, the news was slated to be as non-biased as possible in an attempt to just portray the information without giving their own takes on things. However, it has slowly evolved into the now political, politically-centric viewpoints and everything that we see nowadays. Journalism as a whole is an extremely important industry. I know I've said it before, but I have to reiterate that point because it's incredibly important that we learn about what's going on in the world and how things are being affected by things in America or things in, say, the Middle East with the with wars going on there and the loss of different pipelines and everything. And increase it causes an increase in gas around the world due to oil from I believe it's Nasdaq is the oil company and the Middle East or the oil alliance I want to say. But if we didn't know about those things, we'd all we all wouldn't know why gas would be increasing in price or why it would be soaring so high like it is currently. However, as I recall, currently it's soaring for a different reason, but. All in all, it's still an issue when we don't understand or we don't know information like we should. Information as a whole is very important, and that's why journalism is basically the backbone of the entire mass communications business, basically. It's newspapers, it's radio shows, it's news reports on television with Fox News or CNN. No matter how much you detest one or the other, or any of them in general, you'll still uh, you'll still hear different bits of information from each of your different sources, and most of the time, they have political agendas and they have their own political views that sort of influence how they portray the news. However, at its core, you still learn some information that's unbiased. However, as stated, currently a lot of news news networks are politically biased due to having affiliations with different candidate political candidates like Joe Biden or Donald Trump and how they have various different problems with each of the candidates. You know, both have worked their life in politics, or I guess Donald Trump hasn't as much, but they worked in politics and they're working in politics in order to ensure various different things. However, it becomes when it's when the mass communication, the journalists, and all that becomes politically biased is when things get a little more harder to discern the truth on certain things. So what should be taught and is sometimes taught, I know here it's usually taught like that, is to try and be as unpolitically biased as possible. Either that or making sure that the region that you're in agrees with your current political views and is able to connect with you if you're running, say, like a, a radio show or something. 
However, we're at college, and a college is a giant melting pot of different political ideals and everything. Just take a precursory look through the village here on campus, and you'll see Black Lives Matters flags, and and you'll also see um, Trump flags in the same buildings, just not in the same rooms. However, they become places where you can see a lot of different political changes and everything. However, I digress. We go back to MassCom as a whole. We've discussed a wide variety of different topics, and we still have a good bit that we're going to be discussing this semester as well. On the following week, I plan to get either Brett Loftus or Cam Verona. They're both fantastic showrunners here, with Brett Loftus being one of our best um, vocalists on air. He's going to go far in the industry, I think. He's going to be a great sports announcer and he's going to be a great radio show runner with cam verona i think ending up being a amazing radio um what's it called tech director and director in general setting up the different shows and everything every show i've run with them or been in with the those two has been a joy to be with so i'm hoping that they'll be able to give me their time and come on the show and everything and allow me to interview them about their time and have them answer some questions for you guys about the various different ways in which the mass comm industry has really evolved over the years and how they handle various different problems and such. So back to our topic at hand, the mass communications industry, it's a rough one to start off in. I understand it. It's uh, whenever you first start out, you're very lost as to what you're supposed to be doing and how you advance in the industry as a whole. Probably the best way, one that I haven't exactly done just because I haven't been able to manage to find one. However, getting a internship at a, at say like a newspaper company or like a different mass communication giant, maybe not even a giant, really, if you can get one for the local radio station might be a good way for you to get your start here in the mass comm industry as a whole. It's a, as I've said, it's a rough industry to start out in and it's hard to get to get anywhere. However, once you start rolling, you start getting a certain reputation around things. Mind you, I haven't gotten said reputation. I'll have to try very hard to get far in this field. However, it's something that it's worth working towards and worth really fighting for. Personally, I plan on working on the tech side of things, like I said, I believe at the beginning of the episode, but the tech side of things. I want to work on audio and visual video editing. I want to work on shooting with the camera. I want to work on editing your audio, making sure everything has right effects, right visuals, right audio and everything. It's a interesting field to be in. And as a whole, you have to adapt to a lot of different situations that you wouldn't think you'd normally have to adapt to. So say if you go into a booth and for some reason cords are unplugged, you might check if they're important enough. I mean, all cords are important enough to really warrant you getting something done about it. However, if you're about to have to go on, you need to figure out what needs to be plugged in first for everything to go as smoothly as possible. So say if uh, you walk in and the headset's unplugged, but also the board is having connection issues. The connection issues can be solved first before the headset issues because um, the, head, the headset is able to be plugged in later, right when the show starts. However, if the board's not operable, then you're going to end up having some issues in the long run. You can't run your show, and you can't get things off the ground, really. As for 
say if your audio program is having issues, we had a issue in here last semester, I believe, where the the taskbar from the audio program, SoundForge Pro 10, it just disappeared entirely. So what we had to do was we had to basically re we had to go into the um, settings and reapply the taskbar with all the record buttons and all the different playback features and put them back in place or else we weren't going to be able to record audio properly. It becomes a general game of trying to stay ahead of the problems where the problems keep arising no matter what ends up happening. So with that being said, you also kind of need to stay ahead of the technology on things. You want to make sure that you're able to keep everything current and keep everything working properly or else you're going to be unable to make sure everything works in time. You're not going to be able to have a show that is current and modern and adapting to the best situations or having the best sound quality. You got to stay ahead of the technology using a switchboard that is, it doesn't have to be the best. You can get those digital switchboards that are installable on say like a tablet device device or something nowadays. However, you know, some stations still prefer the physical, the physical board that still has all the switches and everything at your fingertips that you can play around with uh, slightly more easily. You know, you can make little micro adjustments on them, whereas on a tablet device, you have those issues where you accidentally slide it up a little too high or slide it down a little too much. It's all a matter of getting the right hardware as well. Microphones, they're an important device in the industry. You got to make sure that you have a, a at least a good one. As I recall, the microphone is probably one of the most important and I think the second most expensive piece of tech that you will have for the industry if you're buying your own, which if you're working at a tech, a mass communication firm, you're not going to be buying your own. However, it's still a good idea to look at the different features of your current equipment. So say some have built-in pop filters or some have built-in and some have different shapes in which they're able to pick up um, sound from. Some are omnidirectional or some are cardioid and have like a little heart sheep around them. Whereas omnidirectional are able to pick up in all different directions. So the mass comm industry, it's hard to get started in. It's real tough to know what you're trying to do and how you're supposed to do it. However, it's a field you're supposed to work at over college and even in the field some. It's highly advised that you get an internship and you're able to learn how to do how to do all these things properly. That's going to be it for this current episode or the MassCom Troubleshooters podcast. We hope to see you again next Saturday at 2, where we will be presenting content from me and Savannah Richards, who will hopefully give us some very good insights into the radio industry and allow us to interview her about her time and whatever she did to get as good as she is. This has been Chris Barker for the MassCom Troubleshooters podcast, signing off.